All right, boys, episode 15. Um, so Adam's back in house. He is. I, had, I sent him the, I didn't think you remember how to get here, so I sent him the directions. So he could just throw those into his navigation and get it over here. I need it turn by turn. I didn't need just the address. Yeah. So Adam has survived COVID 27 through 30 as well as 19. So here he is. <laughs> um, so what do you think of the backdrop? I love it. Yeah, I'm kind of dro- blocking the big logo. It's all right though. Like, still like. Uh, you want to scoot, scoot closer to me? It I came. It, it came when it came in the mail. I was actually pleasantly surprised because you can get it in vinyl and get it in cloth. And I went with cloth. I just wasn't sure like how thick or how the quality. It's actually pretty pretty thick. That's what she said. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I was impressed. I like it. Yeah, looks good. So, yeah, so it's an interesting day. I already told him. I'll tell you. Um, I got my balls fondled twice today, and neither time was by my wife, <laughs> and neither time was by me. Either. Yeah, so Ross actually ruled himself out. Had some uh, back issues, and they've translated into ball pain. So yeah, I didn't know that though. My balls have been aching. Ball pain is the worst symptom yeah. of back issues. And a uh, oh, quick update for uh, oh man, Mass Singer the Frog was Bow Wow, so everybody knows. So I've never watched this mass Singer crap. Now you're all And while it. we were waiting for you, Kyle's wife's upstairs watching it. Yeah, and it I sucked would, in like I, a tractor. I beam. really wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So everything's good, though. I got my balls ultrasound today, and everything seemed to be okay. Uh, no, the nurse was not hot. He had a beard. So <laughs> do not send me a message and ask that question. Um, yeah, but it sucked. I mean, it just... This is not how I expected to start this up. Yeah, I just no, I just missed everybody having everybody here. So, so you wanted to talk I digress. About your balls. Yeah, I did actually. So, and we could talk about different balls, but so so Ed was bad. He's just got the normal. You have everything but a beer. Yeah, a DP. Got some vitamin water. You guys said you were passing tonight, so I just passed. Yeah, I just I don't know. I'm not digging, man. I did have a white claw for dinner. Though, yeah, so sounds so, like a healthy dinner. Yeah. So we'll start with. Uh, We'll st- let's start with the Jordan Doc. We'll start there. And if we're going to talk about the Jordan Doc, we got to do this the right way. Okay. Oh. Jeez. Russ's shoes arrived. <laughs> <laughs> got some Jordan 1s and smoke gray. Sean, can we get a review on those? And let me know what you think. Those are actually pretty sweet. Got them at StockX? I did, yeah. I like yeah. those. Yep. Yes, sir. And you have some coming? Tomorrow. What color? Red and black. So the classics, yeah, low or high, mid, mid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like I might have to pull the trigger, but I don't know. <laughs> I do like the ones. Yeah. Those are sweet though. I like the smoke gray. I had I some. I had some low green in my cart too. And Sean I, has a pair of those. He said. I, I waited on those. Uh, yeah, I, I've looked at those a few times. I almost bought the uh, black and the blue ones at one point. The like the dark blue. Yes. Yeah. I looked at those too. Yeah, they had them actually in the mall, and I almost bought them. Dude, they're they so popular right now; it's hard to find. Make sure they have your. I have a normal size foot, so it's hard to find my uh, size. I think shoe sales have gone up just because of this dock. Yeah. Oh yeah. And probably the Jordan yeah. ones. Yeah. I mean, because guys like me, right? Prime who didn't have Jordans. Yep. And now you do. Yep. <laughs> I'm so liking this. You like this again? <laughs> little prop, little prop. You don't have six rings on, though. I do not have six rings on. So, uh, 
Where do you guys want to start with this? I mean, this is, I'm sad it's over, but I'm happy I can binge watch it now. <coughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I thought the last two episodes were like the least exciting out of the whole thing. I would agree with that for some reason. Yeah, I think it's, they, I had, to, they had to find a way to wind it down and yeah. it just. I thought it would go a little bit more into his decision to actually retire at that time and, you know, that announcement and maybe there's less drama around that than I remember, but. Yes and no. If you remember, it was, it, it was basically decided. This is it for me. Um, yeah, you know, because Jerry Krause said you can go. He told Phil, you can go eighty-two and zero. You're done. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that and, and you know, Michael's stance was Phil's gone. I'm gone. Right. So therefore, I mean, he pretty much knew he was done, even though he didn't ever really come out to the media every time they asked him to do media and say, hey, yeah, yeah. um, do you want to do that? Yeah. It was interesting. I don't want to jump too far ahead in the documentary, but. That was brought up. They said, would you have played another season? And he said, I would have made a run at seven. Yeah. Right. And yep. they said, why didn't you? And he said, they knew. We knew at the end of the beginning of the year. That was the last dance. They all got that booklet. This is the last dance. Like, yeah, yeah. He sounded mad that they didn't come back to try to win a seventh one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was waiting in the waiting room for my eye shots today. This is the worst of my balls. <laughs> it's not bad. I got a black dot. I did not go right to now. the doctor today, for the <laughs> record. Okay. So. Um, I saw a headline, and I can't remember the guy's name. He said he thinks that this documentary got re- got decided on to do and when it was kind of going to get released based on when LeBron won his title in Cleveland because he thinks Jordan felt pressure that LeBron was creeping up on him. So that was... So this this is, like I said, this is from a guy who knows if he's just trying to get clicks on the internet. 100%. Was, but, yeah, he thought he thought that Jordan decided, yep, let's do this now because, like I said, this was 2016 when he, LeBron right. won title, but he thought maybe LeBron was creeping up on him and he needed to... I don't buy that. Because, I, don't, I don't either, but... And I'll tell you why, because Jordan hired that film crew for the last season to do a documentary... Yeah. So, I don't think Jordan sat around and said, hey, there's an 11-year-old LeBron James out there that I need to make sure I let him know. I mean, yeah, sounds clickbaity to me, but eh, that's whatever. Yeah. I was happy so, they came out with it. I mean, yeah. so, sooner than it was supposed to happen. So, let me ask you guys this. After, after watching this, obviously, there's a huge difference from old NBA to current. And obviously, I don't watch a ton of NBA back in the day or now. Okay. But when – so, this is kind of a – Two three part question, I guess. Oh man, when when do should you I write th- it down? When do you think the NBA went soft, and do you think it was because of players or was it owners? Because the refs obviously had to start calling those fouls, or was it the refs calling it because the owners said something? Because it felt like I don't know if even when LeBron and you know D Wade and them oh three, it was still it still wasn't as physical as it was back then, but I felt like it was still physical enough. Yeah. And obviously, and we and obviously we talk about LeBron and Harden and everybody. But if you know if the refs are calling it, you're gonna try to draw it, right? That's how you get to the line, you yeah. get points. So I, you do blame the players a little bit, but at the same time, is it is it the refs? It, did the owner say something to the refs? Hey, you know it can't be this physical. Our guys, we need to pay these guys. These are this is how we're making money because of these guys on the court. You want to? You want to? Tackle this first? That was a really long question. <laughs> I mean, I have a response. <laughs> I think my 
I don't even know what part of that I'm answering, but when I complain about like Harden and those guys, it's not because they're trying to draw fouls. It's their whiny complaining when they don't get them. It's the the whiny personalities that I don't like. Yeah, it's not necessarily right how they're playing. Yeah. I, ju- I just think if they don't start calling them those ticky tack fouls, then I, do they whine? I don't know. Maybe they still do. I Maybe it doesn't. They, I it, think it might not make a difference, but. I think it's ingrained in certain players' personalities right. and LeBron and Harden. We keep talking about those two. They just seem to have that whiny. Yeah, complaining I'm not going to disagree with that at all. As for when it went soft, I don't know. I I don't. I historically haven't watched enough basketball yeah. to really answer that. And that's where that's where I'm at a loss. I don't I don't know. If you're looking for a year, I don't know. Well, right, but if you're looking for a reason, it's when they got rid of the hand check and they changed that rule. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me in the last. Two episodes. I mean, throughout the entire thing, but a lot in the last two episodes was because they showed a lot of games in the last two episodes. You know, the finals in '98. Yeah. The one thing that stood out to me was the score of the game. Yes, I'm glad and, you brought that up. And the defense yeah. was much. I don't. I don't care. I will. I will argue until I'm blue in the face. Anybody in the that's in the age of like 21 to 25, 26 years old that only ever saw LeBron play, and you watch this documentary and you're telling me LeBron's a better player than Jordan, right. you are so full of shit. Um, the defense was so much more. It was they played defense. Yeah, they hundred percent played defense a lot more. There was yeah. more hand checking, and then the hand checking it was more of a wasn't really so much a hand as it was a forearm. I mean, they would they talked about how guys would guide, you know, the the, yeah. the player with their forearm or with their hand, and that's they kind of can move them in a direction they wanted to go. I mean, at one point there was a game. It was like the fourth quarter, and the score was like sixty nine sixty eight. I'm glad you brought that up because I noticed that. I didn't write it down, but I wanted to mention that. that There were so many times, obviously, they jump around in that documentary, but in a few of the playoff runs, they showed, you know, the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter, um, you know, what was going on in the game. And, yeah, there were so many times that the score was still in the upper 70s, low 80s with, like, two minutes left. Yeah. That jumped out at me. And, And there were only a couple times in games they referenced where the score was over 100 for the final. Yeah, yeah. I was and, trying. I was trying. I went. I because I thought about that this weekend. I think when I was watching, and I was trying to remember because I showed a lot of scores of the finals games, and I can only remember. I know there was a couple that was like one hundred eight, one hundred three, something like that, but it wasn't. It was never one twenty, one thirty, <laughs> like we see almost every yeah, night. Every night. And that, obviously, that I, the part that stuck out to me was them holding Utah to fifty four in that game, yeah. and yeah. and Sloan asked. Is this the final score? Yeah, I didn't even know this was the final <laughs> I score. Loved his, I loved his personality in those couple yeah, interviews funny. they showed. Yeah, I, I personally would much rather watch a physical defensive game that ends up 84 to 82. I agree with versus that. Versus a shootout that's 130 to 118. I mean, in today's game, if you don't have 54 at halftime, you're probably down by 15 or 20. Yeah. It's, it's just the way it is. It seems I mean, like. we've seen, you know, you can't blame them the way the games play, but how many times would the Warriors go on their runs at halftime? Would they have 75 points? No, I agree. The yeah. game totals that we're, we're seeing in this documentary. So to add on to you, your question is, the I think the reason it changed, it could have been ownership. It had to be some sort of just NBA in general, I think, because – they did have the lockout in 94. So now you have guys that, you know, you, they're trying to promote the league. You have people in your league yeah. office that are like, how are we going to make this better? Higher scores. Yeah. It's more exciting. 
you know, getting up in the morning, reading ESPN or watching, you know, you know, whatever and saying, well, to read ESPN. Yeah. Uh, watching ESPN <laughs> or reading the newspaper, you, do you care that the guy had 25 points? Right. No. You open that newspaper and I got, holy shit, this guy had his 60 points last night. Yep. That's what we yeah. see now. We see the Hardens and the, the Currys. They're doing that and the LeBrons. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what the draw was. It drew more fans and that changed. And that's why games are higher scoring. Yeah. And that's, I was just say similar NHL wise with that. Like they tried mm-hmm. to make goalie pads smaller. Yes. I think yeah. it's per, some scoring has gone up, but I wouldn't say it's it's not drastically different like we've seen yeah. NBA wise. It's interesting when you have the Jordan LeBron debate and they talk about scoring averages and how many times those guys scored over X number of points, forty in the playoff or something. Well, that kind of puts a different perspective on it when if Jordan has how many games above 40 points in the playoffs, but yet his team only had a total of 84 points. Right. Whereas if LeBron had the same number of games over 40 points, but yet his team had 120. Right. That's a far smaller percentage of your team's total yeah. in yeah. a win. And, and I didn't look it up. And I a couple times, obviously, when they showed his full stats after games, there was times he was scoring 45, but he was shooting 36 times. I know right. we see that. I think LeBron shoots a lot, but he, he obviously doesn't shoot as much as Harden does or Curry. Yeah. You know, those guys. Those guys shoot mm-hmm. 30, 40 it, shots a game. Cross half game. court and it goes up. Right. Yeah. Sometimes at half court. <laughs> Another, I don't know, to, an, to address your question because I don't have an answer. That transition of the, the hard physical play versus how it's called now would be interesting to see if that coincides with, like, a group of – old school refs that were in the league at the nineties, right. maybe retiring in the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had younger refs come in. Did they view the game differently? Yeah. It's true. Just, yeah, a, just a, really a thought. Point. I feel like guys are injured a lot more nowadays. It's you know yeah, that's what that's management. why I'm, yeah, that's what I'm wondering if it's owners yeah. saying, Hey, I need my I need my stars on the court, so let's call these fouls. One of the things that really stood out to me in this one was um, Jordan just gassed, but he still went out and just just didn't quit. And the only thing that stuck in my mind was LeBron sitting on the bench in San Antonio a couple of years ago, like it was too hot in the building. <laughs> Get the guy a tampon, getting back on the court. Can we do this, please? Sometimes too hot, I can't breathe. Come on, you're a professional athlete. You telling me the yeah. heat's too much? That's why. That's why I indoors. Indoors. I like, hate that. With obviously, obviously, I think that NBA put that rule in a couple of years ago. If you were on the road, you couldn't rest your stars. I think because I think San Antonio was doing it back. You know. Five, six years ago, they were like, hey, you're going on the road. These fans want to see your stars play, so you can't do it. Yeah. And to me, like, if you have to put that rule into place, that's, that's just – pretty bad. You're that's... not you're, – you're not – I mean, I think of baseball. They're pl- literally getting five days of rest a month, if that. And some of these NBA guys are getting four to five days mm-hmm. a week. Quiet, not p- playing any back-to-backs. Right. Just, you know, if yeah. he plays two nights in a row, he doesn't play. Right. It blows my mind. If And I think if you didn't put such a focus on it and just, you know, every once in a while, like, he's not playing tonight. Like, that, no one would care. But it's the way they, like, approach it. Yeah. Like, it's an entitlement thing. Like, oh, he's on load management. Yeah. To me, if it's that big of an issue, the league should extend the season – throughout the calendar year and eliminate back-to-back games. If this is such an issue that their top players can't play back-to-back nights, right. then find a way to get rid of back-to-back okay. games. Think about Agree. think how much more physical NHL is. Those guys play back-to-back games. Right. Yeah. Almost, you know, probably two twice a week or twice a month. I think most teams have about a quarter a quarter of their games that are played back-to-back right. nights. 
I think there's a limit on number of them. That yeah, they have, so that, that kills me. So there were there was one player who did go on and win the title the next year from the Bulls team, and that would have been Steve Kerr. He went on to play in San Antonio, and then uh, after that was Phil Jackson made another run with Kobe yeah. and Shaq for the next three years. So, yep. uh, yeah, someone did go on <laughs> and chase four in a row, and it was Steve Kerr with another team. I did yeah. see the other day, I don't know if you guys saw this, this is Jerry, Jerry Krause. I couldn't believe I believed it, actually. I don't want to say I didn't believe it because I'm like, it makes sense. So Jordan left. The year after Jordan left and Pippen left, he went to uh, Houston, then moved to Portland. Kerr left. The Bulls won 13 games. The following year after that, they won 15 games. And I think the year after that, it might have been 17 games. And then four years after that, it was like 20 games. I don't want to get too far into it. But it took him like four years before they even won 20 games again. Mm-hmm. So he left. He tried to get uh, Tim Duncan, Tracy McGrady, and there was another person, Grant Hill. He tried to sign all them, almost like Creighton. If it would have happened, it'd been like the first super team. Right. So let's be honest: Jordan Pippen and Kerr, not a super team. That's not forming like uh, you know a yeah. big three or whatever. Yeah, no, not Kerr. No, I mean, and if you go beyond Kerr, you got Ku coach. It's not a super team. It's just not. They just they fit roles well. Yep. So he tried to get all those players, and they brought them all in, did meetings with them. He lowballed all of them. <laughs> Every single one of them, they're like, "There's no, this is a joke. Like this is not even worth entertaining." It's basically how I think McGrady quoted, "Like, there's no way I'm coming here." Well, think about now. Think about Jordan nowadays. You know, just the max four year contract he's making more than he did his entire career. Yeah. Just in four years. Yeah, it was crazy to find out that like. Jordan, you literally got rid of Michael Jordan. He had no interest at the beginning of that year of signing him again or Phil or Pippen. Because I said Pippen, there's no way Pippen was going to sign for one year after everything that went on. He was there for 11 years and just got bumped. <clears throat> yeah. So you're going to, you tried signing three superstars at the time and you went in and lowballed all of them? Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% agree. It's just, not, I don't know. So, one quick question on that before we maybe jump off this is what do you guys think the flu game? Okay, I was. I didn't realize I lived a lie for the last so many whatever how many years <laughs> right. it was. That to find out that was a food poisoning blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, because everybody refers to it as flu game, food poisoning game. Just doesn't sound. Yeah. I still think there's some some holes in that story. Some things they're not telling us. So the guy who made the pizza was a yeah. Bulls fan. He lived in Utah, and he said, "I when the order came in." I did not know it was for Jordan. I knew it was probably for somebody for the Bulls. There's zero percent chance they ordered it under the name Michael Jordan. Right. So we'll throw that right. out there. So he just assumed it was for someone on the Bulls or guessed it was based on probably where it was going. They probably knew where team stayed and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So he said that he was like an assistant manager at the pizza shop. He did not allow anybody to make the pizza. He said, No, he, he joked, you guys will do something to it. I'm not letting you make it. And then he made a delivery driver take him there. He said there was not five guys outside the room, as they said in the documentary. There was two. It was him and the kid who normally delivered. He said when the door opened, he got hit in the face with a pile of smoke. Because <laughs> they were in there smoking cigars, hanging out. What I do find interesting is Jordan was the only one who got sick, and he was the only one that ate the pizza. Right. So even if the guy didn't do anything to the pizza, that does not mean you couldn't have got food poisoning. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, correct. Yep. So, and he said that he didn't even get a chance He's like, I was a big Bulls fan. I lived in Utah, and I get to the hotel. 
And I just want to say, hey, can I say hi to Mike? He's like, once I realized where I was at, and the guy was like, here's 20 bucks. Have a good one. Just shut the door. <laughs> so he's like, I didn't even get a chance to. But he claims there was no, nothing was done to that pizza. But like I said, doesn't mean there wasn't food poisoning exactly. involved. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. One small thing I picked up on that in that last episode, we talked about Isaiah Thomas a few weeks ago. Yep. And the handshake thing, not willing to stick out, stay out there and shake hands. After the championship against the Jazz, Carl Malone, when the Bulls were getting ready to yes. leave on yes. the bus, Carl Malone made a point to go board the bus and shake their hands and congratulate them. Yes. And to me, Carl Malone, I believe, has had some issues off the court, but that showed like the polar opposite of Isaiah Thomas as far as at least respecting the opponent and going and finding them and congratulating them. So, Mailman's got to deliver. Yeah, well, he um, <laughs> he didn't want to be interviewed for this documentary, and neither did Byron Russell and uh, Luke Longley. They did not really attempt. I think Luke is in Australia coaching yeah. basketball. So yeah. Luke Longley was not also on there, and those two didn't want to be. And then I actually just read that John Stockton, they chased him for two years to Dude. get a docu- to get an interview, and he didn't want to do it. He said, I'm not going to be part of a Jordan, like, <clears throat> like, you yeah. know, like shine, like right. a big, big yeah. light on Jordan. I don't want to be part of this. When they interview Stockton, he looks like a washed up grocery store manager. Like, <laughs> he does not look like a, a legitimate, one of the all time best basketball players, you know, as far as like assists and whatnot go, playmakers. So they, uh, you would never know that he <laughs> yeah. played in the NBA. So he actually, uh, they finally got. He said, "I got Stockton on the phone." Finally convinced him, and because of COVID nineteen, because they were still filming this, right? Because of COVID nineteen, he couldn't. He didn't want to fly to Washington to interview him, so they had somebody that was already there or near the area drive to do the interview, and they thought that it was coming out in July or whatever it was the documentary or. June, right? So let's come on, June, June. June. So they thought they had plenty of time. They interviewed Stockton on March 10th this year. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it's, when it's that crazy. interview was. Yeah, obviously we've talked about this. Like, them not having this finished when it started yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um. So my question to you guys, I do have a couple things came out today. Horse Grant's pissed off. Nobody cares. Yeah. And Scottie Pippen, people are saying that he was portrayed poorly in this. Now, granted, neither one of us are Scottie Pippen. We can't really judge how we portrayed. Mm-hmm. You can only give us what the documentary showed us. But Scottie's been, in my opinion, Scottie's been a lot of time in that documentary. He had plenty of opportunity to voice his opinion. Yes. Are you guys okay with the way Scotty was portrayed? Yeah. I mean, and maybe he'd, he did voice his opinion and they just cut it out. Also true. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. No, it's true. But, yeah, I, I mean, if that, if that's the way it was. It was. It's you know some someone's doing this documentary. It's not like if he wants it, go find someone to help you do a documentary about yourself now if you want it. That's how I feel. But is anybody going to watch it? Right. Yeah. Well, they probably would now. Depending on what's going on, yeah, yeah, I probably would. I think. I mean, we said last week. At least I said that I think Scottie Pippen looks very bad in this documentary. Whether whether or not that's being portrayed incorrectly. Mm, can't really say, but the facts are out there about him complaining about the contract he signed, um, delaying his surgery till the end of the summer. He made that choice. Yep. 
the play at the end of the game that we talked yeah. about last week. You said set it out. Yeah, there were cameras in the huddle, and then he was sitting on the bench afterwards. I mean, he can't argue that that happened. Right. Yeah. So I, he may not really like how he's looking, but a lot of it is factual. Those things happen. It's based on facts. Yeah, so. and I don't think it take. I don't think it took away from what kind of player he was on the court. Correct. It's, I it's, agree. It's, with it's that. just the off the court stuff. Yeah. I think, I mean, in the 90s, he was still a top 10 player in the NBA. Right. That, yeah, that does not change, but that doesn't mean you have to necessarily like his attitude and how he approached things. So the, my favorite moment in the documentary, Scotty Pippen, was when he dunked on Ewing, dipped his chicken nuggets on his forehead, and then Spike Lee came on the court that the game was in Chicago, who was a big Knicks fan, and he told Spike Lee to sit down, like, Yep. Epic. Great yep. moment. I mean, I could watch that clip over and over again. Like, <laughs> and Ewing gets all pissed, like, yeah, I'd be pissed too, pal. Like, yeah. Yeah. There used to be a – Sean used to have a poster hanging in his locker. He took out a magazine and said, the only thing between my nuts and your face are my and one shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Pippen's got ball pain now too. Yeah, he might, man. I, got, I know a guy from you that get that looked at. <laughs> um. So I asked you, I I texted you guys a question last night and I was going to bring it up is if you could choose any past or current athlete or team to do a documentary on who would it be or what team teams included yeah well we know that we're going to get a Kobe one eventually because he right. he filmed um Not, I would say Woods but I don't think it'll ever happen yeah. Tiger Woods will probably be my number one, but I'm almost not even thinking about him because it, it won't happen. Well, uh, and so say cameras are following around and you could choose anyone. Okay. So I have, I have two players and two teams on my list because I couldn't figure out what I just mm. – I would say it. Tiger Woods, but I think he's just too private of a person to allow that to happen. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Tiger would be my number one, but the person I thought of, I'm a big hockey fan, is Mario Lemieux. Mario, we've referenced him, I don't know what it was – episode one or two or something, we were having the debate about Gretzky. You know, Lemieux, in my opinion, may you can make the argument he's the best hockey player ever. He spent his whole career with the Penguins. He won a couple of Stanley Cups. He took time off for leukemia, things like that, that would add to the behind-the-scenes right. info that you don't know on a documentary. After retirement... He purchased the Penguins, the team he played for, and is now the majority owner and has led them to championships as an owner. To me, that has all the making of a front, one, front one hell of a documentary. Yep. Yeah. I agree with so that. That, w- that would be my choice. So I had, Tiger was on my list. Then I had AI. I think he would just be interesting story all around. Yeah. Because he was obviously one of the greater, one of the better NBA players, never won a title, you know. Episodes three and four would be about a bowling room <laughs> brawl. And then I had, I, obviously being a Braves fan, but I had 95 Braves on there. Obviously, they won the World Series. But I, I, I feel like those old those old teams. With baseball uh, coming out of the strike. Yeah, those old teams especially because we saw, you know, all all those, what, those, what the Bulls teams were doing, you know, hanging yeah. out. And I know there's been stories released with Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin. You know, they would literally go on the road and golf every day except for the day they were playing or pitching. Right, if they were pitching. You know, and I, there was trash talk going on. And I feel like you get good stories out of that. Yeah. And then I had the 
2018-19 Astros. I think just that, I don't know how many people would watch it, but just the behind the scenes of that stuff, obviously there, everything coming out. There's a documentary yeah. coming Is out there? about the, the cheating scandal, not necessarily the team. I think LeBron's actually producing it. Hmm. Pretty sure he's producing it. I think something like that, or obviously the Red Sox. Something behind the scenes to see, you know, what was going on. Yep. So the last thing I'm going to say about the Jordan documentary, other than it was fantastic, is uh, Horace Grant left Chicago because he wanted the ball more, went to Orlando and got cut by Doc Rivers because he was cancer in the locker room. That's it. That's all I got to say. To me, Horace Grant's comments don't mean anything. One of them, no. one of these people is like a billionaire and considered one of the greatest of all time. And one just wore, you know, scuba goggles while he played. So. <laughs> That's, that's all I got to say about gotta that. Got to keep Jordan's sweat out of his eyes. Yeah. And then one more thing. I'm sorry. I lied to you guys. <laughs> yeah, one more. No need to apologize. The best Pippin story that was not told, I don't know if you saw this on TV the other day, was they're playing the Jazz, and Malone was at the at the line shooting free throws, and Pippin walked by him. The game was on a Sunday. He walked by him and said, Pippin said that he told Malone, mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yep. All right, so let's move on to uh, – we have a big skins game this weekend. But let's look back on last weekend. You know, DJ, Roy Fowler, and uh, Matt Wolf. What do you guys think of that skins game? Um, So we spent most – the three of us spent most of our Sunday on the golf course yeah. playing in our own tournament. So I admittedly did not watch a whole lot of that. I, I watched the re-air. I got home from playing – it was on, tried to watch it, and fell asleep. So, yeah. So, so I, 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 when I got home, because I got home before you guys did, um, didn't play as well. Um, <laughs> the I flipped it on, and I just watched it in and out the whole time. I thought it was good. It was neat to see them carrying their bags, using the rangefinders like we walk around doing. Um, I, ju- I just wish they could get more chatter out of these guys. That's, that's the only thing. I mean, if you're going to mic these guys up, and I know it's, you know, if they're if you're afraid they're going to swear and like just throw it on pay per view then or something, you know. I think it's tough to force that chatter. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's just having the right guys on playing. Yeah, that's exactly. So they chose. So I think TaylorMade was one of the main sponsors of this, and three of those four guys are TaylorMade golfers. Yep. So they were chosen because of the equipment they play, not because of who they are. They're close friends. Right. You know, they're, they've talked about the the spring break guys, right? Fowler, uh, Justin Thomas, George right. Spieth, those guys. If you put those four in the same – and Smiley Kaufman. You yeah. put those four in the same scenario, there's probably a lot more chatter, a lot more shit talking yeah. and stuff like that. Exactly. It's no different than, you know, like this weekend, Kyle and I, uh, you know, on, on Sunday – well, all of us. On Sunday, we got paired with random groups, right? Yeah. If we had gotten paired with you and Chris – Right. We would have all talked a lot more yeah. just because we know each other. Yep. Um, so I think I think it's tough to force those conversations because we we I think we assume these guys are on the PGA tour and therefore they're all best friends. Right. And that's just not the case. Yeah, I think Rory and DJ might be friends. I know that probably I would say Rory and Fowler are probably closer friends than him and DJ. Matt Wolf was included because he went to. He was like he says tailor made. Yep. Farmers Insurance also sponsored it. Therefore, they brought yep. in Matt Wolf or Ricky, yep. and that's why they teamed together. Um, 
I applaud the effort for what they were trying to do. It's awesome to see these guys back out playing, like you said, like, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, yeah. like, humanize what they do in the PGA Tour. Although it showed DJ hadn't played in a while. Yeah. Well, Maybe none was, of them really have. But Oh, yeah, but DJ was bad. Um, no, but didn't, even your, have his, didn't even have his ball mark on the first yeah. ball, <laughs> marking over the tee. Uh, snooze fest for me, Yeah, like you said. Uh, and it wasn't like a... I don't want, I'm not knocking like what they were doing. It was, it was a good thing. I'm glad that they did what they did, but it just wasn't that fun. I think what, mm-hmm. if you're going to have it that isolated, you need to have, you need to have more chatter. You need to have microphones that pick it up. The only time someone talked shit was Matt Wolf hit that bomb on the longest drive hole. Yeah. And Rory said, it'd be a way, it'd be really, really ashamed to, you know, waste that drive. And that wasn't even the right. best shit talk. The best shit talk was Matt Wolf in the waste bunker and looked over at Dustin Johnson and said, hey, is this a waste bunker? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, DJ just doesn't have a lot of yeah. – he has a pretty dry personality to begin with. And yeah. I think that was a lot of the fear when they initially announced this was DJ's just – Yeah. and I think I saw an uh, interview with Rory, and they and they were asking him, you know, what, what piece of anybody's game that they were playing with, the, of the four of them, would he take – he says DJ's, you know, personality on the course. He doesn't get up. He doesn't get down. Yeah, he's pretty. You know, he forgets shots. You know, forget the bad shots and and just take it as it comes. Yeah, I think this weekend's gonna be a lot better. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm definitely looking forward to this weekend's match much more than. Yeah. We've already seen on. some pre-chatter videos with you know yeah. Phil opening up with the belt buckle of when they won yeah. the match yeah. and the, and Tiger's like oh I just took a just took an ice <laughs> bath and he throws the green jacket on <laughs> and you know Peyton's had some really good videos out there as well. Yeah. And I think we've seen Brady with just on social media his trolling. He's trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh but there is going to be some characters there calling. Is Justin Thomas is going to be on course? Okay, I had I, I haven't read too much about this yep. weekend. Justin Thomas is going to be on the course, I believe. Trevor Immelman is calling this, as well as I believe Charles Barkley. Yes, I I, so I, I yep. thought I had heard Barkley because it's on TNT. I think so. so. This is going to be entertaining, yeah. and I that's my prediction. And I'm going to be looking. I will be watching that and making sure I watch that. Yeah. Where Where are they playing? I forget where they're playing this weekend. I don't really. It's in Florida. Because yeah. Manny made the joke that oh, Brady right. Brady couldn't leave Florida because it was breaking an entering charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I forget where it was now, but yeah, I should, we should. Well, we should all know that, but yeah, I don't recall the course. What would you guys think of the 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 action of Seminole? I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, I def- I'll be honest. It looked very cool. I know it's hard to get onto that place. It's very unique. So, I don't know if he told you, someone you know pretty well played it a couple months ago really jeff evans after we got done sunday we were talking and he's like i was like i was like oh, i'm interested to see Seminole." he's like he's like oh, i actually was lucky enough to play it a couple months ago oh jeff and i'll be having a conversation tomorrow because <laughs> so. i'm playing golf with jeff so oh uh, that's it looked really good i mean it's cool it's very unique with the waste bunkers a lot of water i don't know i mean i didn't I wasn't like holy cow. I wasn't Augusta. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, right. It's, I'm. You think if someone said, "Hey, you want to go play the Seminole?" I'm going to turn it. I'm like, "Nah, it looked okay on TV." <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to go play it. Yeah. So, I, I, this weekend's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of chatter. You know, Justin Thompson's going to be in there, just like poking the bear. Yeah. And yep. Phil and Tiger, 
I think it's better that Phil and Tiger aren't playing for $9 million of money. Right. They're playing for charity. You're going to see him toss some bets around, some money around. You looking up the golf course? Yeah. Uh, medalist. Medalist? Yep. Okay. Also a good track. Yep. So, I, I think it's be entertaining. I can't wait. Phil Mickelson regarding the match. I can't wait to go to Tiger's place and take him down. <laughs> <laughs> what time does this come on? Do you know? <clears throat> we have time. It's going to set an alarm on my phone. I'll get back, get back down now. All right. I can also look it up. All right, so we'll uh, we'll move on from golf and um, I texted you guys and said, "Have fun looking this one up." Three p.m. Three p.m. Thank you. Have fun looking this one up. So, before we get into this, if you guys watch any of the Korean baseball, I have not. No, no. Okay, I have, and I think there's little leaguers that throw harder than some of these guys. Like it. It's awful. <laughs> but go ahead. So, yeah, I don't know where you want to go. I'm going to correct you a little bit, though. The story you're referring to is FC Seoul from the South Korean Soccer League. It was a soccer yeah. league. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I saw – that's why I, I, I saw two different things, and I assumed the story you were talking yeah. about was the soccer league. <laughs> so you told me ahead of time, and I searched the baseball league, and all I found was the cardboard cutouts. So basically over there they still have empty stadiums. So, the, yeah, I, I must have read the article wrong then. Yeah, so the, the one you're referring to, <laughs> and I'll let you do the reveal here in a second, yeah, okay. is the, the FC Seoul, which is a team – did that in the makes stance sense now because soccer league. So I remember at one point I was like, oh, they just put cardboard and they were they pumping in noise too. Uh, I don't know that. All right, so that's my bad. Either way, it was I had the country right. You did. All <laughs> you right, did. you did. So we'll just talk about this. I did watch some of the Korean baseball. It was terrible. There's little leaguers that play better than them. But we'll talk about what we're really here to talk about. <laughs> Apparently, there's a soccer match and they tried to fill the stands with fans and use mannequins. <laughs> Except they use sex dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, some of the sex dolls were even holding up signs that were advertising for the sex doll company. Really? I did not know. Yeah. I'd read. I'm like, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I guess right now you got to take sponsorship money hey, wherever you right. can get it. Did you order one? <laughs> I did not. No. I already have one. He couldn't read the sign. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but are you? <laughs> yeah, that's. I, is that a is that a snafu or did something like an oversight or did they just like you know what let's just use those you know what but on on from depending on where they put them in the stands how far up is anybody really going to notice somebody did yeah well uh, there's yeah, a well, bunch of articles on it <laughs> right well, so, our, we're sorry, talking are, about it way over here yeah. <laughs> are any players or anybody watching no. on TV at the time going to realize it no somebody it did. wasn't the, it wasn't like. I mean, they dressed him up. So some guy from South Korea eating Cheetos in his beanbag yeah. chair was like, "Hey, it looks like Becky. You're sitting in my living room." <laughs> I'm guessing none of the players paid attention, but yeah, somebody watching on TV figured it out. Uh, yeah, pa- uh, pause that. Zoom in. <laughs> yeah. Enhance. Yeah. Enhance. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, so I didn't. Hear, I didn't read the advertising part, but to jump ahead, the the. Uh, for advertising, because they're not doing fans in the stands for here in the U.S. for a lot of stuff, they're selling advertisements because they're losing a ton of money right now. Right. So they're doing advertisements on, like, those tarps that cover seats is what they're going to be doing Okay. to try to fill that gap. You're not going to fill that gap, but they're trying to fill that gap. Right. Yeah. That's why I 
So <laughs> adver- advertising, obviously, you can advertise on TV, and obviously it's not in the stands. So I have a story about guy who watches this podcast. When hockey started putting advertisements behind on the glass behind the goals on there, TV, yes, he thought it was he, real. He goes, "Those people, how they see through that?" <laughs> you, you, all three of us know this person pretty well, but yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he said, "He goes, how do they see through that?" <laughs> oh I'm gonna dad, need a name off camera. Also, my, pro- my dad had to uh, correct him. You know him very well. He does not live in this area anymore. If that helps. No. Golfs and moved away. I'll figure it out. Off the <laughs> All right. That is Did funny. Did this though. person also notice that these advertisements change like every 10 minutes? I, I think after, like, I think he finally noticed it. But That's pretty funny. How do they see how'd they, change, <laughs> how'd they change the glass so quick? The advertisements are different. between periods? <laughs> no, that's great. I did not know that. Um, <clears throat> next thing I got is... We learned a couple days ago that LeBron almost played football during the lockout in 2011. Yep. And that Jerry Jones, in fact, sent him a contract he has framed in his office. That's what I was say. He's got it framed at his place. And he said he was. He was tra- I mean, and the weird part was, I'll give Le- LeBron credit. He did not He did not just come forth with this story like, oh, hey, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was like asked of him, like, I think they kind of asked him, like, is this a true story? And he was like, yeah. You know, we didn't know when the season was going to start. If we were going to get an October, November, no season, I was going to, um, I was going to play football. And they were, he was training to play football. So mm-hmm. he did have great opportunities to play football. He did not play his senior year of high school because he focused on basketball. Yep. But we're talking about a guy. I mean, he tore it up in high school and he had offers from just about every, every college to play, you know, tight end or something like that. So I'm assuming. I haven't read into this. I'm assuming it's he would be like a tight end type player. Yeah. Could potentially be a receiver, but I picture him as a tight end. Um, 6'9", 270, wide, yeah. wide out. Athletically, LeBron is a freak. He is. And if he, wanted, if he had focused on football and had to, wanted to be a tight end, he could probably be one of the greatest tight ends ever play. You know what had Pat he, McAfee said? I don't. He would have been all right, but he would have died coming across the middle because it was still legal back in 2011. Yeah. So that's my thing is. But at the same time, he's huge compared to some of those safeties. Yeah. I've bashed him for being a whiny little punk. Are you doing that right now? I might be. I'm I'm reiterating the point. You know, he's the kind of player that uh, a hand grazes his arm and – he needs a stretcher to get him off the off the court. Pinky to the chin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't – that mindset does not translate to the NFL. He's not a blocking tight end. So, right. <laughs> we would have figured out real quick either, okay, this guy can't cut it or he's completely faking his personality on the basketball court. It would have been one of those two things. But there it is. Exposed. From an athletic standpoint, he clearly could have played football and probably would have been extremely good at it. I think so. I yeah, think I agree. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, he, I, he would have been good. So, through the, through my uh, per my sources, uh, LeBron did get the contract. Jason Witten was at, currently in Dallas, and they said that LeBron would just went out and played the non-blocking plays and just been a. Then someone said, "Well, actually, Witten played that pretty well." Witten knew what is what you know. Basically, he played his entire career like he didn't block. Right. He was more of a check and release and get in. A, you know, he didn't do a lot of blocking. So yeah. 
if if he came from the NBA, so you got two different scenarios here, right? I'm kind of thinking, okay, he never played basketball, focused on football, and took that path, right? This scenario is he is an, an NBA star and switches to football during the middle of his career. You would have had guys that would have targeted him so bad. Yeah. You picture like, you know, back in that day, a guy like James Harrison on the Steelers. So, right. like you said, if LeBron comes across the middle, he's much bigger than a safety. Yeah. James Harrison would have tried to literally kill him. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because and, of who he was. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and even today, today more so than in the past, but they take out their knees. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, your legs are only so big. You can yeah. you can build your upper body. Your, yeah. your knees, you can't make your knees bigger. So, even – Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, even though – Me, girls. <laughs> So even though there was a lockout going on, was he still under contract at that time with the with an NBA team, or he, was did that happen to coincide with the free agency? No, he was he was still under contract, but they didn't know how long it was going to last. Yeah, they didn't. There was so yeah. I think there there was probably talks. You know, if it lasted an entire year, does the players' union just say, "Hey, these guys are free"? Maybe, right, maybe yeah. his contract was up after that year. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know what it was, but I didn't dig into the logistics. I just I think it was in 2011 during the lockout. Yeah, whoever he was under contract with at that time probably would have called him and said, "Hey, your your next deal will double your salary to not go do yeah, this." <laughs> yeah, he should have still been. He would have been with Cleveland still at that yeah. time, right? Yeah, I think it was. I so actually maybe that would have been his last year because I think 12 was the year that he went to Miami. Went to Miami. Miami. Took his talents to South Beach. Took his talents. Right, because he was there for three years. Clown show. He was there for three years, won 2000, and came back, went back to Cleveland. I don't like LeBron in case you haven't figured that out. I don't. I'm getting the idea. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to talk off air, we can. Yeah. Um, See Kyle's couch over here. All right. What's the next topic we can uh, entail LeBron into? Uh, Do you think you can drive a NASCAR? (laughs) No, I can't fit. Okay. So that's what I have. (laughs) We had NASCAR. Last Sunday, we did. We did, and uh, I actually took it home. I took it down, as Pat McAfee would say. Um, you did. I had Martin Truex Jr. finish sixth. That was the next best, best yep. finish. Yeah, so I got uh, – yeah, so they were in Darlington. Kevin Harvick actually won the race of the 12 guys we drew, as you just mentioned. Truex Jr. came in sixth place. And right now, we actually decided to use same names, current race, since this is they're jam-packing the schedule, yeah. and – Currently, Adam and I are one and two in a dog fight. Harvick, Byron, Bowman. He's got Elliot. We got Elliot. Oh. And, and I didn't check the Jones. the uh, race until today, and I thought I won because I just wrote K. Bush down. As, so I didn't know if I had Kyle or Kurt. Yeah, it's a good thing one of us isn't Polish. <laughs> I don't know if I had anybody in that top 20 there. Showing there. R- Russell doesn't have any guys racing this week. By the way, you should be mad at Jimmy Johnson because had he retired, you would have won this That's week. That's true. Because had he retired, I yeah, because Denny Hamlin finished higher than Martin Truex, and Denny Hamlin was your alternate if Jimmy Johnson. I was thought that was your alternate. Oh, oh, gotcha. oh yeah, yeah. No, it was no, Russell's for yeah. me because I didn't know. Yeah. Well, there's your ten dollars for uh, the That's May right. seventeenth ride for Darlington race. Yep. All right, boys. That's all I have for episode fifteen. You got anything else for me? I got one more question. For I want to hear it. Obviously, Jordan documentary. Tiger playing this weekend. Not who was, who was more dominant in their prime, Tiger or MJ? Oh. Who who would you who would you say is more was more dominant? 
Do you want me to answer first? Yeah. Tiger. And I got a reason why. That was quick. I can't believe it. you're doing you're doing really good over there. I'm gonna say Tiger because golf is a sport that you fail more than you succeed. And he did a really good job of succeeding. Yeah. Really good job. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna similar obviously he won a ton, as we know. But yeah, to do it you do it by yourself. If Jordan has a down game, you you got teammates to pick the, you yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say, in the game you of got, basketball, you know, in yeah. reality, you're, you know, they play well enough. You get in the playoffs. You win. You, you, you know, you play 25. Your season's 25 games at that point. Right. In golf, you got to play well four straight days yep. to win. And if you have an off day, there's a really mm-hmm. good chance you're probably not winning. Right. Yep. And he dominated in majors. I hope Russ is going the other way. He's definitely not picking LeBron. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Even though he wasn't a choice. <laughs> Who... I love Tiger Woods, though. I know. It's tough to I'm – I'm trying to, like, cause some friction here, but who's got the most rings as a player? What do you mean by – what do you mean by I mean, rings? Tiger's got – Championships. Well, Tiger – I guess Tiger. In, in basketball, the rings. Oh, Bill Russell. But yeah, it was Bill Russell. Got 11. Nah, that theory. Le- the LeBron's – or Tiger. We'll talk about Christ. LeBron. <laughs> MJ is, like, 15th on rings list, and he's tied with – I don't like eight guys. Because I did look that up the other day. I don't know. All right. Tiger. We'll take that in. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's for the fun of debate, I was trying to go the other way. I know. But. So. Sorry, Michael. That's all right. If you're watching. He'll understand. <laughs> so Just I'm ready. Show him your shoes. Yeah. You already did. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So. I got a left one too. I bought two of them. <laughs> you did? Oh, there it is. And, and it's the same color. It is. Same size. Same. <laughs> did you check the sizes? Always. All right. You ordered them in European. <laughs> size 54, please. So, yeah, I'm ready for golf this weekend. And sports are starting to open back up more and more. We hear more and more every day. Yeah. And uh, I honestly think that I told you this the other night while we were playing golf. Mm hmm. California originally said, especially in LA County, like we're going to extend through August our lockdown. And New York said they just continue to play the game; they haven't really given a date. And I think what forced the hand in the last week with California and New York is the fact that some states are fed up with this, and you know they basically say, "Okay, this is just—it's not even a precaution anymore. We're getting ridiculous." There were states that basically said, "Okay, we're open. If you want to come play, you can come play here." Yep. And that's a lot of money out the door for both those states. Yeah. Yep. So I think that forced the hand of some people, and we need it, to see more of that if I we're mean, going back to I mean, one big thing I think about New York is U.S. Open, right? Or PGA. 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 Coming to winged foot. I mean, that's a lot of money for Long Island. And Ohio today actually petitioned the governor because they have LPGA Tour events coming up, and they want fans. Because that is huge for the LPGA. I right. mean, they're a small market anyway. They go to small towns. Yeah. And it's a big community thing for some of these towns. We knew. I mean, we had one right here. Yeah. It's, it's I was a big say, deal. Think, think about if they came here and no fans are allowed. You know? Yeah. That, that's a huge that's a huge draw for the area every year when it used right. to come here. And even, obviously, they play here and then go to Rochester. Now, so, both of them, it's either a, one has yeah, to stop. They're, they're all small markets. not a big tour. They don't pay out a lot. So, they need that fan interaction and support. So they've, you know, they've petitioned, like, 
governor. They got like four events in July, I think, or something like that. Yeah. I'll be curious how obviously PJ's already said the first four events are without fans. Yeah. It would be curious after that, you know, like will will they only sell you know, if they normally sell fifty thousand tickets a day, you know, is it gonna be we're only selling fifteen thousand. Right. I think we'll see a limit on it somehow. Yeah, because I think you can. Obviously, you can, and this is hard to do, right? Is you can spread out far enough on a golf course, but at the same time, you're outside. But at the same time, if you got Tiger playing, they're ten deep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's and Sunday when the leaders come through, everybody's going to start following that group. Correct. Right. So no matter what tour it is, towards the end of Sunday, yeah, as you get closer on the back nine, you're going to have the crowds getting bigger and bigger. And that's what, and I, I think Brooks came out this week and said. If there's no fans, I'm not playing the Ryder Cup. Like what you know, that's what, one you know, I agree with. What you know, what's the point of playing the Ryder? The a big draw to that is the fans. Yeah, the Ryder Cup is made. The fans make yeah. that because yep. it's a different atmosphere. I can't remember the guy's name. He's the his name's Joe. I think he's like the center. Joe, but, D- Joe Dirt. No, he's the uh, he plays for the Browns. Dad joke. Joe Thomas. Yeah. Joe, no, yeah. started something else. Anyway, he's like the <laughs> players president Jeff, for the Jeff George. Who is this guy? Pause for edit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he made a comment almost like he was against the NFL opening up because, like, they're starting to open up for facilities, I think, this week. And he made the comment, and I instantly was like, this guy's full of shit. Like, how could you make a comment? I mean, his comment, basically, the long and short of it, I'll give you the Speeders Digest version of his comment was, it's not safe enough. We play a contact sport. This virus is transmitted through contact. One, that's false. We also know that this virus is airborne, so that's not true. And the other is, how can you make a comment like that when the UFC has put on 30 fights in the last week? Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you want a more contact sport, you know, right? I'm all ears. Fill me in. I mean, yeah. these guys wrestle and cough and sneeze and bleed on each other, so. That's, that's how you get open in football and basketball, right? Achoo. Yeah. This year. <laughs> so. I think if you're just, if you're not, I'm just going to say it. If you're not comfortable playing, you, then you should probably get off the Kool-Aid because at this point it's it's gotten to the point where it's just bullshit. And uh, if you're not comfortable, stay home. So There's some guy out there who wants his opportunity who just like the average person in America right now is that I'll take the risk over it because I know how to make, how to make a living. Yeah. Dude, my, my boy just won stage one and two. No. Yeah, win the whole race. We want that five bucks. Good thing they don't count. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm getting to the point now. I don't think NHL and NFL or NBA are going to play this year. NBA said they are, and I heard it's a tournament. Okay, is it finalized though? I, I just I just fear that. Obviously, are are they talking? Obviously, they've got to start planning, but at the same time, are they letting it out because they're trying to get people's interest, but they don't really know if it's going to happen. I'm That's, here in July. Same with baseball, and baseball is going to expand the playoffs. Ba- baseball, I worry because obviously we've seen a lot with the players wanting full contracts. They want all their money. So, ba- baseball, I don't know. I think the players' union screws them a lot more than the NHL. I do think the NHL happens. They're going to go. The most recent rumors are they're going to go directly into a playoff scenario, so expanded 20, playoff scenario, 24. 24 teams. That's solid. Two different cities. The rumors are Las Vegas with a similar situation like we talked about last week with basketball where you can have all the – you'd have half that playoff format, tw- 12 teams in Vegas. There's enough room there to support all those there is. hotel rooms. Yep, now there then is. The other city was Edmonton stepped up and said they have enough hotels and everything around there to support half of 
that playoff format. So 12 teams in Edmonton. So that's the most recent rumor I've seen with hockey yeah. is Las Vegas and Edmonton, 12 teams each, um, a 24, an expanded 24-team playoffs. So I assume they you know, like three games a day. like Or more. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be pretty sick. Did you hear what happened in Vegas? I did not. So Mike told us this weekend because Mike is here and he's going back. I don't know. Anyway. I, I was surprised to see him, but I assumed I he was here. I knew he was coming business. home. but I assumed he was here for business. But. Well, he flies back and forth and just he's going back. He's going to be back in the middle of June or something. But anyway, Mike told us before he left. He said Vegas was completely shut down. He goes, you guys just golf courses open before ours, which made zero sense because he said it's 85, 90 degrees every day. Right. So he said, I flew home. The day I decided to, to get on a plane, they decided to open up golf courses in Vegas. 395,000 people <laughs> lost their jobs just on the strip. Mm-hmm. Just on the strip. And I said, I can't think of a city that's more devastated by this just because that is Vegas. It's bars, restaurants, casinos. That's it. Yep. I mean, that is the strip. That's their moneymaker. And he said, devastating. Just absolutely devastating. So it got to the point where they asked the governor, what is your plan? What is your plan for the casinos? We have all these people that don't have jobs. This isn't like, oh, we had a couple of casinos. Like, we have, this is what our, mm-hmm. that's yeah. our economy for our state. What's your plan? Well, I said, I don't really have one. Two days later, the gaming board came out and said, you're done. We'll take it from here. <laughs> And he said he's predicting that all casinos out there will be open by June first. Yep. I mean, so. yeah, they. I mean, they have to, right? Yes. Yeah. That's that's Vegas. If you know, if this lasted a year, Vegas is done. Done. You know, you know what I mean, it's there still might be businesses in Vegas right now that will never recover. Right. Yep. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to get too political. That was kind of like no. a rule one, but I just thought I'd share that. Did Mike was telling us that before he came? You know, where we saw him this weekend. So I thought that was. Crazy statistic for a number of people losing their jobs and yeah. how they just, you know, that's why when he's brought up Vegas, it didn't surprise me because they basically said, we got it. We got it. We can't do yeah. this. Yeah. There will be a yeah. ghost town. So, I mean, that's two rumors, right? With Vegas, not only like you were just saying, get the casinos back open, but also getting a push to have the NHL's half the NHL's playoff format there and the NBA's restarted there. I mean, those three scenarios. And right. casinos, I did hear, I did hear the Sabres would make the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like top top six for each division. I think I saw something like that. Yeah, so they make playoffs and they get smoked right away. (laughs) Most likely. Hey, Hey. never know. Imagine a scenario. They haven't made the playoffs. And imagine a scenario where whatever it is, eighty percent of the league makes playoff and you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Detroit. Ooh. Dude, he's, he's just calling those he's that got Midwest some, area. He's, he's got, got some LeBron, shots. LeBron, he's got Detroit. Yeah, he has shots fired. <laughs> if LeBron wants to debate anything, he's free to call in. <laughs> wow, man. He's just throwing you piss can, missiles at everybody LeBron, right now. you can come join us if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'll take his knees out. <laughs> we better end this. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> we are also on iTunes. We if are. you cannot watch the video and Spotify, uh, congrats to Joe Rogan, man. I was wondering if you were going to say that. Hell yeah, I am. If not, I was going to bring it up when we were off here. Yeah. Joe Rogan, uh, two years, $100 million to go to, a, to exclusively to, to Spotify. To so. Spotify, which kind of annoys me because I listen to Joe Rogan quite frequently, and I would much rather use Yeah, I agree. Podcast but that moves us up the charts one. There you go. <laughs> so that's the way I look at it. So if you're looking for your new big guy on iTunes, I mean, <laughs> I know some guys. So that's all I have, boys. Till next time. All right. We ready.